Uh, I can't remember the title of it, but it's basically it's kind of the same interview, same format as this, but it features uh, Noam Chomsky. So, so if you you want to watch a movie about uh, Noam Chomsky for an hour and a half, done by Chris Smith, that's out there as well. Yeah, it's all right. He's he's a good director. Yeah, I liked yeah. American Movie. Mm-hmm. I believe he's from Wisconsin. Yeah, up in your neck of the woods. <laughs> what Brooklyn? Oh no no no! Oh, are we are we not mentioning that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, from Brooklyn. <laughs> so here's here's more on the premise of it. Uh, this is footage that uh, supposedly was suppressed by the studio that made Man on the Moon because, uh, in Jim Carrey's words, uh, uh, they didn't want to show his the the lead actor as being an asshole. So the premise of the movie is um, the documentary is that Jim Carrey throughout the filming of Man on the Moon. Uh, kept in character on and off screen and even off set as uh, Andy Kaufman and at times uh, Tony Clifton, which is an Andy Kaufman character. And this was all, and you're wondering, oh, how did this all get captured? Or what, you know, if this happened, was it, and there's no film of it, how do we know? Well, at the time, uh, Andy Kaufman's uh, uh, girlfriend, Lynn Margolis, and friend and collaborator Bob Zamudis filmed this behind-the-scene footage. What happened after was out of my control. Andy, that's enough, Wilfred. I don't like it. I want to do one more. In this documentary, uh, this is the very first time that uh, people have seen the behind-the-scene footage of uh, Jim Carrey, who, in his own words, said he was channeling Andy Kaufman. Had an experience on a beach. Do you remember that? Where uh, when he the got dolphins. the role, dolphins came saw up. some dolphins, <laughs> and he said Andy came to him and said, "Step aside, I will take the movie from here." Yeah. Okay. So you're taking all that? Well, all we can see is we see the finished product, you know. And both mm-hmm. you and I aren't huge. Let's just say we're not huge fans of the end result, Man on the Moon, the movie, you know. But before, I could see that people getting kind of excited and going, this could be a, a different kind of take on things that will be different. You got Milos Foreman there. You got Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. you know. He just finished the Truman Show or was about to finish Truman Show when they started filming yeah. this. So he was ready to do something different. So I could see them going, okay, this is going to be all, you know, break the boundaries. And, and, and so, you know, I can believe they're, they're Good intentions going into this, and, and to it didn't. Milos Foreman did uh, People versus Larry Flint. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah, People versus Larry Flint, which I believe he did right after this one. I think. No, he did before. That's did before, why Courtney okay. loves in it, that, and that's okay, why yeah. there was. Uh, that's why you thought it was good because that was a good biopic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go with, I'll go yeah. with you. I'll go. I'll go. I was actually kind of looking over Milos's uh, film out because I love uh, One Flew Over. The, Throw the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, and, and Amadeus. Now, yeah, and Amadeus. I know he did some kind of pretty undergroundy stuff when he was in uh, the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of after after Man on the Moon, he hasn't done a whole lot, which is interesting. Well, he was kind of old. I mean, he was in yeah. his 60s when he uh, yeah. did uh, Man on the Moon. So, um, anywho, yeah. So there's a lot of hype on uh, on that movie. Uh, you know, something to get excited about. But yeah, so again, going back to the documentary, what uh, what got me excited about this documentary, and again, I'll, I'll give my take like a little bit later on, was like uh, in, before it got released, like Jim Carrey was, you know, talking about he was uh, 
he was channeling like his 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 Mister Hyde, you know, for the performance. And and you're just reading about how it, it was just crazy how he stayed in character, you know, kind of like you know those meth those annoying method acting guys, you know, or like Sean Penn will not answer unless you call him by his character, mm-hmm. you know, like at the lunch table. Right. <laughs> so I got kind of excited because I'm a huge Andy Kaufman fan. Man on the Moon, okay, I'm, spoiler alert, I hate that movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes so two we'll of us. All that right, we'll on. get to that later on. Yeah, it could, it, and I can go elaborately why I hate it. Um, but um, so I thought, oh, this sounds interesting. So, uh, you know, maybe behind the scenes was more interesting than uh, what was, you know, captured in Man in the Moon. Andy felt it was necessary to stay in the character. He's exactly the way Andy was. It's totally surreal. And this crazy melodrama started happening all over the place. Here's one thing about that documentary is, hmm, Jim Carrey stayed in character the whole time that a camera crew was following him around filming a documentary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it always it always comes back to that for me. I mean, that's why, like you know, as a documentary filmmaker myself, I tend yeah. to I like archival footage because that is something you pull out and you go, "This is what how people were acting." I mean, no matter what you do, like if you film someone, you interview them, they're going to mm-hmm. act different if they know there's a camera on them. You know. Oh, of course, and yeah. the the people around him are going to act different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's gonna he's playing to the cameras. Uh, you know, it, it's it's like Bob Zamudis is behind the camera and Andy Kaufman's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not going to be like, oh, there's like covert footage of him, you know, being in character, like you know, just talking to like the parking lot attendant. It's like, okay, uh, here's a camera in front of Milos Forman, and he's saying and calling him by character, and uh, you know, whoever's around him, and it's like they know there's a camera there too. So I kind of almost felt at the end it was kind of a letdown. Mm-hmm. Andy, you have to give me a chance to make a movie. I don't need to make a movie. I don't need to make a movie. I was thinking, how far should I take this? Yeah, I wasn't. I, I just it, it was another one of those ones because it showed in. Uh, I know. I think it premiered at Venice Film Festival, and I can't remember where else. I don't Tor- know, Toronto, Toronto Film Festival. Yeah, and it was you know everybody was like, oh, it's all groundbreaking, and everything. And then I watched it. I'm like, I mean, I for myself, the movie. I thought the interesting part was when mm-hmm. Jim Carrey talked about when he was growing up and stuff, which I kind of knew the story about yeah. him. You know, that was to me. You know, he's homeless. You know, his dad lost his mm-hmm. job. I mean, that was pretty interesting you know i i got into that part yeah so that's a uh, almost a secondary character which which yeah that kind of switched the gears a bit uh in the movie just knowing and and, and thinking about where jim carrey was at he was like the biggest movie star you know, in the world the planet, I forget, in 1999 yeah well i forget like all those movies like it was ace ventura dumb and dumber and there mm-hmm. was one truman show no no well, i mean in 1994 that first year oh, it was right. like ace oh, yeah, ventura yeah. dumb and dumber and there was one other movie that i can't remember but those all came out in the same year you know yeah <laughs> yeah no it's crazy it went from living color to like yeah, uh, yeah. you know 
but then he was like that Jim Carrey type where, you know, just create, oh, probably liar, liar, maybe. I don't no, know. I think that no, was that's later. later. Yeah. Yeah. That's later ear Carrey. But yeah, you know. Oh, the mask, like, the mask. That was it. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, you know, he was like the biggest, and then, then he started doing like Truman show and it's like, oh, he could act a bit, you know, mm-hmm. and bring it down. Yeah. Yeah. And this was coming off of that. So, uh, but yeah, so again, that was the interesting bit, uh, you know, sort of like how, he, like he had like this comedy act where he would just do impressions. Cause that was kind of funny where he said, uh, I'm from Canada and I do impressions. So like the only one we knew, like that was big in Canadian was rich little. Right. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> so, that was your model. That was his model that he'd go after. Yeah. That was a good, uh, that was a good insight. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jim Carrey, and how are you this evening? All righty then. Finding out you have something special and it gets a reaction, that's how I got attention and love. Yeah, but then he just, like, completely ditched his comedy act. You mm-hmm. know, he completely, and he would just go on stage and just do, like, whatever would be done at the moment. Right. With no material. Mm-hmm. So, and he kind of, like, sucked at that for a bit. Uh, and where, where, did, know, where, did, where did he perform a lot when he was in Los Angeles? The comedy store, which you can hear about in the previous our previous podcast on the history of comedy. There you go. That's a little plug, man. If, it was, if this was a web page, it'd be like a hyperlink right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, that, this, this, that was an audio hyperlink. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so then you know, and then they showed a couple of moments where he's trying to be Kaufman esque, like on you know that footage on the Arsenio Hall show. Yeah, that was like I, that was pretty. See, that was way more to me. That was way more interesting than than all the the behind it. Yeah, he went on the Arsenio Hall show like during the L.A. riots and pretended to be all drunk. <laughs> what the hell, oh, was Jim? That? I, I am Jim. I just want to say, I was sitting at home, and and they called me and they said, "Come on, come on down and be on the." On a studio show. Say, and, this is for Reginald Denny. Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> that, yeah, was that. It, it didn't have any contacts. He just no. threw that out there. <laughs> no. that, but no. you wouldn't think you wouldn't think it's like, oh, he was really drunk. You just go, oh, there's Jim Carrey acting drunk. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, would you would you actually think he was drunk? No, I would never think anybody was. He was loaded. Yeah. Up. Yeah. But I think, and again, that's. So and again, this also this almost segues into Man on the Moon and Jim Carrey, uh, or just like the behind the scenes where Andy Kaufman always left people thinking, "Is that real?" You know, mm-hmm. like even like you know that Letterman footage with him and Jerry Lawler, right? You would, <laughs> people would believe that, and they would believe that you know when his whole wrestling woman <laughs> era, right? Yeah, but that's when people. <laughs> People like because I remember seeing him on Saturday Night Live, and that's when people started thinking he was actually really crazy when he started doing yeah. the wrestling thing. And they were like, "Yeah, dude, this isn't funny," you know. I've never met a woman in the ring in the three and a half years that I've been doing this who was able to pin my shoulders to the ground, and it's embarrassing. But I'll keep doing it because they keep saying they want to try. And as long as there's women out there that want to try and humiliate themselves like that, now I'm not saying women are mentally uh, inferior to men because uh, when it comes to things like. Uh, Oh, cooking and cleaning, washing the potatoes, scrubbing the carrots, raising the babies, mopping the floors. Uh, they have it all over men. I believe that. But uh, when it comes to the wrestling, when it comes to them getting in the wrestling ring, there's nothing up there. They're all oatmeal north of the eyebrows. They're all, uh, you know, we Tina for brains. You know what I mean? But the, but the beauty of that is he, 
Andy Kaufman was just sticking to traditional uh, wrestling structure where there's the heel in the face, and he was just being the heel. He was being the villain. He was, you know, the villain is who everyone boos. Yeah, let me like the one thing I'll talk here. So Lynn Margolis, who uh, who was who did who took the footage behind the scenes that was used in the um, Jim and Andy movie. Now she did yeah. she did a documentary. She started right before Andy died, but it, was, it came out like eighty nine, I think. And mm-hmm. this in this document, this is a document called "I'm from Hollywood," and this actually the documentary itself isn't that good. But she gets to talk to a lot of people, like Robert Williams, and a lot of people that uh, Andy, you know, performed with, which is which is pretty good. But what's the best part of this movie? It's it's got all like the wrestling, um, the footage from there, and what the the best part of it is the uh, insult tapes. That Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman were trading back and forth. That you lose. <laughs> like, have you seen those? Because yeah, yeah, yeah I'm from Hollywood. Yeah, that's and that's where it, that's where it starts to make sense. Then you're like, oh, I see what he's doing here, you know? Because they would show those, you know, before the wrestling match and people, you yeah. know, and he went up on that stadium in Memphis and people were just like, they wanted to kill him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's just like he's doing the classic wrestling thing of being yeah, the heel. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and then everyone will cheer for Jerry Lawler. Yeah, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't hear somebody say that anymore without thinking about that. You know what, Mr. Lawler? I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my Memphis style? All right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women. But I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the... Is that how you talk to Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? And what the beauty of that was is just like, okay, he's not a wrestling character. He's an actor. And he is from Hollywood. Right, yeah. So, so it was just people didn't think like, oh, he's just doing the wrestling thing. They just right. actually thought, oh, he's just an arrogant actor yeah <laughs> who thinks he's he can jump into this wrestling thing yeah i mean which kind of you know that kind of segues again into the uh the behind the scenes footage from the movie because because uh you know there's lots of footage of a of jim carrie as andy getting mad at jerry lawler you know behind the scenes where in real life they were kind of friends no, they were friends. Yeah. Like, and 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 Andy Kaufman in real life would refer to him as Mr. Lawler because right, he yeah. had like the the ultimate respect because you know he grew up loving wrestling and these right. were like his heroes. So, yeah. uh, you know, he had nothing but respect for Jerry Lawler. You yeah. know, and and just the behind the scenes, he was like, no, that he wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I forgot. I forgot that. Uh, Danny DeVito played his agent in Man in the Moon. So, like, in the documentary, there's all these shots of Danny DeVito. <laughs> and I thought, oh, is he in the movie? Because, like, like that's another dumb thing about, like, Man in the Moon. They had a lot of actors playing themselves. Uh-huh. Except Danny DeVito. Yeah, well, I mean... So the- then you're, like, confused. It's like, what is he... 
Yeah, well, I saw that. I mean, the taxi stuff was kind of cool seeing those people. Um, I, I was just reading some trivia how, how David Letterman refused to wear any kind of like makeup or anything to make himself look like he was back in the 80s. So when he went, ah, yeah, yeah, he looked like uh, he just looks like normal. 90s looks, yeah, David it looks Letterman. like this exactly because he, he wouldn't do anything. You know, he, was, yeah. he wasn't wearing a wig or anything, which I thought yeah. was, that was pretty that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, because again, that stood out in, in there. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing, but the thing, yeah, because that thing about Danny DeVito, you're like, why why is that? And then also, he, he was producing the film. He was like one of the producers of the film. So you would oh. think, uh, yeah, I just realized that, like, right after you said it, because I was like, oh, yeah, he was the producer of the film. It's like, and then, so then you've got the producer of the film, you know, mm-hmm. on, on, in the, in the, in the, quote, you know, behind the scenes footage, you know, turning the yeah. camera and going, Wow, he's amazing. He's just like the real Andy, you know? Or I can't believe what's going on here. Yeah. He won't get out of character. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it's not they just fucking know that, you yeah. know? So it's like it's like who's who's fooling who? I mean then it, it gets into that whole thing that still keeping on the subject of this Jim and Andy movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember Yeah, the, no, no. Please keep on the subject yeah. because that's a topic of our podcast. It is, today. it is. But before <laughs> before we get into our hatred of Man on the Moon, oh, there was all. I hate that hold movie. on, we're getting into that. No, hold on, kidding. I said wait. Yeah. But before this this movie came out, there was all this new stuff in the news media, like where Jim gave that Jim Carrey gave that one interview, some red carpet interview. I can't remember where it was, and everybody's like, "Oh wow, he's all crazy and weird," you know. Wait, tell me, or is it true you're wandering the streets? You need a date to the party? What's up? No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I just uh, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So I uh, I wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could f- come to and join. And uh, and uh, and here I am. There's some. I mean, you gotta admit it's completely meaningless. I mean, Which again, you know, is he is he crazy or is he doing the Andy Kaufman type thing because he's promoting an Andy Kaufman documentary? Yeah, or, or you know, <laughs> actually, you know, when he says that stuff, it's like even in the movie when he was talking about is this cup here or we here? It's like, okay, yeah, I can kind of follow that kind of reasoning, you know? So, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It's very metaphysical, and, and sometimes you do people do think about that stuff. I don't think that makes somebody weird if you start going, you know, what is no, it? Just, yeah. No, he's just going all new agey San Francisco, yeah. Marin County. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Very, I mean, I get Very it. specific, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah live live it on a houseboat in Sausalito, yeah, okay. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. We've been there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that was just, I mean, like, the, you know, in the real Andy Kaufman, there's a re- there's an excellent book that if you want to read it, it's called, um, uh, what is the name of the book? Oh, yeah, it's called Lost in the, Fu- Lost in the Fun House, which actually, mm-hmm. see, on the, the cover art is Andy's uh, press photo from the Fridays, Friday's episode where he, where he oh. yes. <laughs> yeah, and... Since we're there and we were going non-linear on that, okay. that's another thing I really hated about uh, the Man on the Moon movie, and that was, and it's almost a reoccurring thread that goes uh, through that movie is um, when when they're recreating the famous Friday scene. And, and do you want to tell what happened for people who haven't seen it? Well, I mean, in the scene, which actually features a pre-Seinfeld Michael Richards. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, the, if I can recall correctly, the sketch is for, for two couples at a restaurant. And basically, the joke is that they're sneaking off to the bathroom to get high. And then they're coming back <laughs> at the table to sit down. And then in the sketch, Andy just kind of breaks character and just kind of stands up and says, I'm not going to – I'm not doing this anymore. It's dumb. I can't play stoned. <laughs> 
Richards gets up and goes over and grabs the cue cards off, you know, offset, you know, while this is happening and throws them at uh, Andy. Says, "Here's your lines or whatever." And then this was li- Fridays, like like Saturday Live was live yeah. at the time. Friday, so, live. yeah, Friday yeah. Live, yeah. That was just so planned out. You can tell. I mean, watch it again and just watch how the other actors, you know, they're you know improv actors and how they react. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, again, we're even getting more non-linear here. <laughs> but yeah. I, th- I think that was the other thing about <laughs> about um, Man on the Moon that really bugged me was that, like, every time Andy did something wacky, they always had these long shots of the audience where people were going, I can't believe yeah. this is happening. Or or Lauren Michaels watching at oh, home yeah. in a bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be Looking a... very perplexed yeah, that'd be concerned. You could do something with that. Just take make a loop of all the audience reactions action shots from uh, man on the moon yeah and it's like all the stuff that it was staged in real life uh and oh by the way uh up up uh, coming up ahead segueing into that rare footage um okay. which was saying this this is the entry point all that stuff that 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 in man on the moon where it looked like oh my god andy's really lost it this time all that was like you know he was just doing everyone was in on it you know <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the like thing. Like, Jerry this... Lawler was in on oh, it. Oh, yeah, everybody, uh, yeah. The guys from Fridays, uh, you know. and it, it, Yeah, and they just made it look like, oh, my God, this guy's gone off his rails. Yeah, I mean, that was the whole the idea. I mean, but there was some interesting stuff to go back to that book, Lost in the Fun House, mm-hmm. uh, highly recommended, uh, which yeah. is it's a pretty good uh, telling of Andy's life. And it, it brings up a lot of the stuff that um, you didn't, they didn't really touch on the movies. I mean, he he did he did like the ladies, which was interesting. And there was a really good story in there about how he would meet a lot of lady friends when he was doing these college tours, you know, like when he yep. would do the Great Gatsby readings and stuff. And on mm-hmm. one of these, he and he always had a minder. You know, they usually the college would give him like a guy to 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 like take, yeah. take and drive him around, take him places. And like in so this one college, uh, Andy had found a pair of handcuffs and just like he found some some attractive young college co-ed and like handcuffed himself to her. And he's like, "Oh no, I lost <laughs> I lost the key, right?" And, and um, oh no no. So Andy handcuffed himself to the intern, to the guy who's supposed to be showing oh, him right, around. Yeah. yeah. And then Andy's like, "Oh no, I lost the key." And then later on that night, Andy hooked up with some college co-ed and he takes her back to to her player or his apartment or his hotel or something with the intern still like <laughs> shackled to him and they go into the bedroom and they start you know getting busy on the bed and andy makes the guy go underneath the bed you know while yeah. they're still handcuffed while he starts boning the chick <laughs> and then and then in the and then after they're 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 done and he's like oh i found the key <laughs> <laughs> So that was a, That's what that it, was like I, a I real read, a real yeah. story that wasn't you know nobody was filming that you know yeah. it was just all we have those people's words to rely on that really but you know that's a it it seems plausible yeah and so anyways going back to man on the moon like and which segues into that uh, out of that uh, is like um like the Jim Carrey's performance was always like when he's off stage he's always doing the like kind of walking funny and doing a funny voice where in real life he'd like he's just like Andy Kaufman uh you know he was just like a guy from Long Island 
Yeah, he was just. I think it, if you were talking about the the footage that we shared before, it was like it was Andy after dude. He like look, he did a show in the Catskills or something, and he tried. Yeah, and he was and he but he tried to do his like Andy crazy performance for like you know a bunch of old Jewish people who who weren't who weren't buying it. You know, and they yeah. were like booing him. You know, after the show, we ran right backstage. We grabbed the camera, we ran right around to the back, and there was hardly any delay. And I saw Andy just so tired and drained. And I was almost going to go, like, do you, do you still want to? And, and he just went, yeah, come on. He guided us in. We set up quickly. And he starts off just as himself. He was caught off guard because it was a friend that he'd known for five and a half years already, just rolling film. So he didn't have any of the calculated postures. He did a time. And so this this footage that we have that you'll be playing a clip of, I hope so, in the... We'll uh, drop, in the clock, drop in drop right here. Yeah. It's, it's him being really bummed after the show because nobody was getting it. And it's just him talking normal. You know, he's not yeah. making faces or doing anything. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm so tired right now and I can't fool around and joke around right now, but I'm just, I just got off stage. I was on an hour and 45 minutes and they had asked me to do a one hour show, you know. And I went up there, and I'll tell you, I, I mean, I've been doing colleges mostly and concert halls and nightclubs all over the country. And I have myself a time, you know, and I, and I wrestle and I have a great time and it's wonderful and the whole crowd loves it. But tonight, everyone was going, booze. You know, it's the first time that's happened to me in years. And I think that's just downright rude. Those I mean, people. This could maybe we could file this under the um, when we get to the man in the moon part. But yeah, I just everybody's like, oh, Jim Carrey was amazing, and I'm just like, yeah, I, not to me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's how I equate it. It's like making a movie about uh, Paul Rubens, and whenever Paul Rubens isn't on stage, having the actor play Paul Rubens still do the Pee Wee Herman character. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know which, what so you're th- talking th- about, George. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, by the way, that was the worst Pee Wee Herman impression. Oh, that Pee Wee Herman! There you are. There you are. What am I? Yeah, but you know, he, he Jim Carrey like was always like you know like a, a caricature of Andy Kaufman. That's right. why, like, I don't think that performance was like as you know toted as as or you know heralded as it. It should have been, but it was it. I don't know. Yeah, everybody was. It like, just seemed like he was just an over-the-top character. I know. That's what I. That's 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 my point. But everybody's like, oh, he disappears into the character, and I'm like, what? You know? No, he's just doing disappearing in the character. He just was. He was just you know over-the-top Jim Carrey doing. Yeah. Yeah. It would, it would have just been interesting to see a unknown actor. You know. A, a, a you know. Uh, you know, a, a highly skilled unknown actor. I was role. just thinking that same exact thing because that would technically would have been the most Andy Kaufman thing you could have done. You know, to have an unknown an actor, an unknown person do that. You know, and go. Yeah, I mean, because that was the that was the funny thing about him when they would catch you. You know, he would come out. He was this guy that would come out that nobody who knew who they was who would do this foreign accent. You know, you're, okay, yeah. what is this guy doing? And then the, he'd turn around and catch you by, the, by surprise, you know? And the whereas, Yeah, segue into Elvis. Right, whereas now you got Jim Carrey, who's like, the, at the time, the most highest paid comedian in the world. 
Right. You know, there's not a lot of surprise there. No, and he's known for being the over the top guy, and he was the over the top uh, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and 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 another thing I hate about Man on the Moon, okay, right. which is featured behind the scenes in the documentary Jim and Andy, is um, yeah, and it, and it goes back to what you just said. Is like in the movies, like uh, you know, is, is so Danny DeVito is playing like his agent and or manager. And he's going, they didn't laugh at all. And he's like, that's great. That's just what I wanted. But yeah, like we were saying, in that behind-the-scenes footage shot by his friend in the Catskills, he just like ate it on stage. Yeah, and he's yeah. backstage. He's just bummed that they didn't get it. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't get laughs. He, he just, you know, it was just like that feeling and that look you've seen. And they show some footage of him on stage not getting laughs. And it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's just like another comic just – Eating it on stage, yeah. I think one <laughs> and of the... backstage after the show, you know, just having just died on stage and feeling shitty about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you could, he wasn't happy. Like, oh, they didn't get it. I love it. No, I mean, it's like yeah, if you can pull out that that little quote, that little clip in there, like the one quote I remember he said, he's like, he's like they were booing at me, you know, and it was like, yeah, he yeah, he, he, he didn't like that, yeah, yeah, no, no, I know, I know. So it's just like you know, that's I guess it's just like you know, you try to create the legend. Right. You know, he just didn't care if they laughed or not. But it's like, no, he was like, he just wanted to, like his characters, yeah, this, like the whole point of his characters were, and what he said was like, uh, you know, I just want people in the audience to feel like they're watching a show in my house. And it, it, all his characters are just kind of, you know, he's not trying to be shitty, but all his characters are the worst entertainers in the world. Yeah. If you think yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Okay, yeah. And, right. and to give it like modern day com context you know it's just like what uh neil hamburger is doing. right right exactly. are, are you familiar with the neil yeah, hamburger? I'm, I'm familiar with the neil hamburgers yeah so neil hamburger is trying to be you know the worst comedian in the world and it's highly entertaining but he wouldn't go there and like go you know and just putting it in modern context like neil hamburger wouldn't be like oh that was a great show because no one laughed mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you no, know, it's, he... that, it's that anti-con I, I mean you know neil hamburger is like you know uh, you know, he's he's in that Kaufman esque sort of thing of you know, it's it's funny because it's anti comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it was you know, it's like anti comedy, anti entertainment, and that's the funny. Yeah, it's like the it's uh, yeah, it's the uncomfortable kind ofness of it. Yeah, but, uh, but actually though, Neil Hamburger has some great jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a kind of like, <laughs> like it's easy to do that. He he does, it, but he does that uncomfortable. He does that I'm uncomfortable on stage look thing, and but the jokes are so good. But that's yeah. my life. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I forgot about like in the in the um, the Jim and Andy thing, and they brought they brought up the whole um, uh, when when. Uh, Jim got injured or whatever when he was there filming the wrestling scenes and they called uh, out and it was just like and he was like did I go too far in pulling this prank and it was just like oh my god <laughs> yeah oh my god Jerry Lawler actually hit Jim Carrey mm-hmm. while while Bob Zamuda was filming him with backstage cameras yeah but then this is a this is a, <laughs> and then also I mean I, I'm, what's I'm, say we hate that documentary yeah, yeah. no we don't it's, it's pretty it was just no, well, I don't it hate it yeah let, it was a letdown it was a let it's yeah it's some interesting stuff. Yeah, that I mean, was they, it. There was just a letdown, and just like you know, and then when you like we shared those uh, New Yorker articles, and it was just like, man, mm-hmm. it was just like, 
Yeah, I don't, it, I don't know They're, if you saw the same movie that I did. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like. Well, I'm not to be like jaded, but you know, they're coming from like a New Yorker, and not being like I'm so inside comedy, but when right. when you just from a performer standpoint, and you see a lot of comedy, you know, you, you just know like, oh no, he's just putting it on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there wasn't a moment where it looked like it went too far or nothing. It just looked like all right. He still has some cameras on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just doing that. Yeah, he? yeah. I mean, that's that was that whole. Um, yeah, get, then we get into that whole Andy Lives thing that they were trying to pull. Then that's on the Man in the Moon movie. That do you remember that? Oh, uh, um, what? What? No, no. Go ahead. Tell tell us what that. Well, is. they 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 started. I don't know if they were trying. This is kind of you know pre-viral marketing type stuff, but they, they there's the tag. Oh, yeah, I remember that. They, it was in the, the, the Obey Giant, uh, yeah. what's his name? Yeah. Shepherd Ferry Shepherd posters Ferry. were around San Francisco. Yeah, but it was kind of yeah, like I remember that. that. Andy Lives. No, that was, the, that was their uh, ad campaign. Yeah. And it was exact. I'm sure Shepherd Ferry's company did it. Uh-huh. And it was like it was... the whole thing with that Andy Coffin was going to show up at the premiere or something. <laughs> That's part of a big elaborate joke. Yeah, can I, can I tell you uh, my my least favorite line in, in the movie? Uh, okay, you go first. Uh, man, and man, you, you go first, and I'll go because I just I gotta remember this before I forget. Okay, first okay. of all, um, can I explain? Can I quickly explain the yes. first like half hour of Man on the Moon? Yes, okay. Andy Kaufman goes on stage for the first time, and he bombs. And the owner of the club, an old Jewish guy, says, "Get some jokes." Next cut to. He's next gig at the improv, and now he's killing as foreign man. And Danny DeVito, as his as a manager, uh, signs him uh, on to his agency. Uh, they go have dinner where a lot of expository conversation <laughs> takes place. And uh, Danny DeVito, as not Louis from Taxi, who we'll see later from a scene from Taxi, says to Andy Kaufman, you're insane, but... You might be a genius. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> oh, second worst line is like uh, 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 he gets the phone call that he's just been fired from taxi. That was mine. That was mine. That was what I was. Oh, I sorry. I don't want to <laughs> go ahead. No, no, you go. go no, 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 dude. It's in fairness. Go ahead. Okay. Well, he gets the phone call. <laughs> he gets the phone call from taxi that he's fired from taxi, and and his manager's oh, it's bad news, but you can tell that Andy doesn't care. But while Andy's on the phone, he starts scratching his back, and what does he find? Cancer. Cancer. <laughs> I, I on on your uh, earlier thing, I want. I don't know if yeah. you, you, on your first line that you didn't like. That a couple of trivia things about that that I don't know if yeah. you knew this. So you remember the 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 crazy old Jewish man who fires him? Yep. George Shapiro in real life. So that was oh, a- so that is his real that's life, Andy's uh, real manager. agent, yeah, in real life there. And then the, oh, wow. the the other thing is, I was trying to look this up while we were doing research, but mm-hmm. because I know, I think someone's done a podcast about the history of the improv. Oh, I think it was. Uh, let me, let me, let me. I might have to Google this. Oh no, I don't need to Google it because it was us. Okay, comedy history, we did. right? Yes, our we, first episode of Comedy just, History One Hundred and One. Check just, it out in the archives. We just made an audio audio hyperlink. Uh, yeah. But but it seemed like from what our research, I don't the the original improv wasn't that big. Like that the 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 mm-hmm. one they showed in the movie looked like a substantial sized room. 
Yeah, they probably filmed it at the L.A. Improv. Yeah. You know, which is, anyways, a totally different setup because uh, the original Improv, you could see in the Young Comedian special that has both Jerry Seinfeld and, I believe, Andrew Dice Clay on it. Okay. All right. I, I believe that's the Improv. Yeah, no, it is. I think so. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, uh, tell us in the comments because okay. we like getting comments. <laughs> Leave a comment, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up the, like the Bob Zamuda connection here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he was he was he's played by Paul Giamatti in the movie, and he was kind of Andy's co-writer and who did a yeah. lot of the stuff, and he would also play um, Tony Clifton a lot. Right. Yeah. You know, I just came back uh, from East. Let me tell you something. It was so uh, cold there. How close was it? I don't ask you. I didn't ask you. Can we start this again? I, I didn't ask you. Yeah, yeah. He would, he would be his uh, rube. Like, uh, like Andy would have a heckler in the audience, like heckle him on stage, and it would be Bob Zabuda. And that was, you know, that was the gist of, uh, of, of you know, the routine. Yeah, that... Um... Uh, yeah, so uh, even Andy's father, so Zabuda was also a producer of Man, the Moon, the Movie, and Andy's yeah. father even kind of criticized uh, Zabuda's, you know, kind of input into the movie. Um, oh, also, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, and then also uh, Sam Simon, who was one of the producers on Taxis, actually in one of our other favorite podcasts, the uh, Mark Maron What the Fuck podcast, WTF, mm-hmm. um, he, right. was, he was saying that... Um, the uh, Bob's mood kind of created the whole Andy was crazy on the set of Taxi fiction too as well. Oh really? Yeah, he was saying that Coffin was all professional, you know, and then mm-hmm. you know when he came on, even when he came on as Tony Clifton, he said, "Hey, this is me, Andy," instead, and then he said. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so uh, Zamuda was like, so that's in the what what the fuck podcast from 2013. Yeah, oh, who, who, who's being interviewed on that one? Uh, Sam Simon. Or? Sam Simon. Andy's father just kind of made a he. Uh, what, what was it? He wrote a letter, like an open letter, uh, right mm-hmm. before the film came out, just kind of criticizing Zamuda. But Sam Simon, like when he's interviewed on the What the Fuck podcast in 2014. Huh, I gotta check that one out. Yeah, so he started talking about that. And then apparently, so in 2014, Zamuda came out with a, with another book and where, where he was saying that, uh. Yeah, I read, I read, no, actually, I, I read one of, Bob Zabuda's books on Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. So this one he was saying, this is the latest one from 2014, where he's still continuing with the, yeah, Andy's still alive and he's coming back bit. And, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and apparently. Did he, did he start 9 11 as well? Exactly, man. And then, so apparently. 9 11 was an Andy Kaufman inside job. Yeah, and he was doing this on. No, on, I. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, he was doing this on. Uh, <laughs> don't gr- quote me on that, poor <laughs> exactly. chan. <laughs> he was doing this on, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons podcast, and oh, yeah? uh, Greg would just kind of kind of pestered him about because apparently Zabuda got uh, or he put fifty thousand dollars into the book or something, and he he mm-hmm. just he just Greg Fitzsimmons just kind of kept poking at him, and Zabuda walked off. You know, he still Zabuda stills like yeah, it's all been staged. So he's got this vested interest in kind of keeping the whole Andy mythology alive. You know, well, you the know, Andy's dead his, mythology. That's a stick. Yeah. 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 But, you know, again, that's very, in a way, Kaufman-esque. Right, yeah, to, so, to kind of do that. 
Yeah, but I guess if you're his father, that would get annoying. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, you know, it's just you know, he's definitely this the this image of Angie is definitely being shaped by you know his friend Bob Samuda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I just you know from I think that 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 footage, that rare backstage footage is. I mean, so that was like during the height of Taxi. Mm-hmm. So that was probably around eighty-one or so. Right. And yeah. Andy Kaufman died in eighty-four. Right. So yeah. Um, and if that was like at his height of his like you know fame, he that was just a very telling uh, uh, portrait of him. Uh, you know, like because he did care. He wasn't in character all the time, and he did care that no one laughed. <laughs> Just like any other performer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, yeah. It's it's a tw- it's all it's, everything's all intertwined. It's a myth. Yeah, it's a myth. You, you have gotta, to print the the legend. Print or the, the myth. The, the myth. Yeah, myth of the reality. Print yeah, the myth. Exactly. So you know. That's, and where do you print it? Where do you print the myth? On the, on the fake news. On the, oh, fake oh my news. god, fake news, man. <laughs> fake news already gearing up for 2020, man. Yeah. Anyways, dude, I think I think we well covered it, don't you? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, oh wait, no, I do have I do have one more thing to I, I, yeah. one, bit, one more bit of trivia I found out that uh, apparently at one point for to, to go back to the movie Man on the Moon, mm-hmm. apparently at one point uh, Edward Norton was considered for the role of um, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, because he was well, I didn't know that, but it makes sense because he was coming off of doing uh, uh, the People versus Larry Flint. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because he would. All right, yeah. And sense. it's Milos Forman. Milos. So uh, another. Yeah, but another trivia bit. Yeah, no, good. That that would have been interesting. Yeah, to see. that would have been. How... Yeah, well, I would love to see some screen tests from that. That would have been cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> other uh, Edward Norton and me. Same birthday. Yeah, I just say that just for the record. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. And another another thing about Edward Norton, you uh, he starred in American History X. And your view on Jews? What? <laughs> what? You cut we'll that cut out. The, I'll cut it out. Dude. Cut it. The, what the hell, I'm not gonna... dude? <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible, dude. Yeah, dude, that's what, that's what that is for. We don't. We don't. Right. We don't. We won't have to put yeah. that around the social media. Uh, well, I'm keeping a I'm keeping a master <laughs> copy of this tape just in case. Anyways, my friends, uh, I think that about does it for the history of, of the new Jim and uh, Andy documentary, which you can see on Netflix. Uh, and that's our episode of Comedy History 101. Where can people find us in all our back episodes of Comedy History 101? Oh, man. Well, mostly you can find us on uh, number one places to look are um, Google Play and Apple Apple iTunes Store. You can find us. You can also find us on our website, Words Over Chair, www.wordsoverchair.com. Um, and yeah. we're also, you'll also be able to find us on a lot of your other favorite podcasting platforms. We're starting to pop up in other places like Last FM and Stitcher, Stitcher FM as well. Yeah, that's right. So uh, be sure to comment. Be sure to subscribe on the iTunes. Yeah, any, anything to plug, Scott? Film no, festivals? no films coming out, but we do have a big, exciting um, new episode of This Is a Present. We have a special Thanksgiving edition that should be up by the time you hear this. Ah, yes, yes. Something to listen to while you eat your stuffing. Eat your, your leftover. <laughs> It'll be your leftovers by the time you hear this. Maybe. Yeah, and this or is maybe. coming out on Friday. And if you are in New York, uh, I'll be co-producing a three-day um, theater festival, comedy political theater festival called Trump Fest at the Crane Theater 
in the Lower East Side. So check that out. And anyways, thanks a lot, everyone, for uh, tuning in. And bye-bye. See you there, everyone. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101.